0: Okay, so we are on live. Okay, so in the past, I have not been able to do this successfully. So I just really wanted to make sure we were live. So here we are. So welcome everyone, good morning. I'm really excited about this morning's call um, on allergies and immunity. Cause coincidentally, I had terrible allergies this weekend. I went to San Francisco and it was gorgeous, but it was super windy. And I think I sneezed probably 50 times. <laughs> So um this year has been really hard on me with allergies and I don't normally have allergies so I'm I'm interested in what you ladies have to say today. Uh first wanted to introduce you. So Susan, you just recently came on board at NeoLife. I know we've done one call with you. Um but I want to go through your a- a- accolades and I'm actually going to read it because there's so many. Um When I first read your bio before I met you, I thought, my gosh, this woman must be 90 years old to have (laughs) accomplished all of this in her lifetime. (laughs) So um, you are our International VP of Product Innovation and you have your PhD in Nutritional Science, right? Okay, Um, you're licensed in California and nationally um, as an
1: uh, acupuncturist. Acupuncturist, yeah. yeah, acupuncturist, or, or, and Oriental Medical Practitioner. And
0: Oriental Medical Practitioner. Yeah. You've developed over 300 products. That is amazing.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: That's where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Um, and, you know, not to mention you have a broad knowledge of nutritional science as it applies to health and wellness and a deep understanding of traditional medicine. So we're very lucky to have you at Neolife. Um, And then Christina, Christina has been at Neo, Christina has been at Neo Life for five years and Susan, I know you came on board once we were already working remotely, but Christina and I sit next to each other, next to each other in the office. So it was great for me when I came on about a year and a half ago, I would always kind of peek my head over and say, Christina, what's the difference between this and this, you know, so she's a great resource. So I personally am looking forward to being able to go back into the office because I really miss everyone there. Um, so, Christina, you uh, got your degree in psychobiology at UCLA. And mm-hmm. then you also said you had a double major, correct?
2: Yeah, I am um, double minored in applied developmental psychology and neuroscience. Wow.
0: That's awesome. Cool. Um, so, you're our technical mo- uh, market manager. And you provide the background consumer research and insights on our product concepts and ingredients. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the background work. um, And I know you're also really involved in our product launch strategy, which is (laughs) really helpful for me. (laughs) So anyway, um, really excited to be meeting with you ladies for this first live call. I'm actually gonna stay on the line just to make sure everything goes smoothly and then uh, Next month, we'll have our Inside the SAB call. And then in two months, we'll be back with you live. Um, and then I'll let you ladies take it from there. But today, I'm going to stay online uh, with you, though I won't be contributing beyond this. Um, so anyway, I will let you take it away. Susan, are you going to start?
1: Yeah, I think just it's really nice, actually, to be here. Um, it's uh, actually a beautiful spring day out here in California. Um, so I think it's actually a really good time to talk about seasonal allergies. In fact, my nine-year-old son was just telling me that some of his classmates missed school last week because of their allergies.
2: Yes. Yes, it's definitely a beautiful morning. You know, it's sunny and I can see trees and bloom from my window, but I personally am having a hard time enjoying the spring, like your son's unfortunate classmate. I have seasonal allergies and that just makes my sinuses drip and like itch and you know, it's just driving me crazy.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have hay fever or also known as allergic rhinitis this time of year, which means itchy noses and watery eyes and lots of sneezing. 60 million people worldwide are faced with allergic rhinitis. It's the sixth leading cause of chronic illness in the US. In fact, it affects so many people that I think we tend to underestimate the effect it has on people's quality of life.
2: Yeah, you know, it's just you just kind of get used to it after a while, and you just
1: kind of get used to being a little
2: uncomfortable. But, you know, why is this happening to me? What causes seasonal allergies, Susan?
1: Well, you know, pollen from trees, grass, mold spores from tiny fungi. So these little particles, they get into our nasal passages and our mouth and our eyes, they're harmless. But for some people, and unfortunately, I guess you're, you're one of those people, Christina, the body thinks these particles are actually harmful. So the body goes into full combat mode and it attacks pollen in the same way it attacks infectious bacteria. And when our immune system is on full alert, it then activates a variety of inflammatory chemicals like histamine. And then this inflammatory response leads to all sorts of uncomfortable symptoms that people experience.
2: It's interesting to think of allergies as an immune system reaction. Can you explain a little more like um, what exactly are IgE antibodies?
1: IgE antibodies actually have a very important role to play in our body. They protect our body from bacteria and viruses. They act sort of like gatekeepers and that they identify foreign material early on. This comes in handy for actual threats for our immune system but in the case of seasonal allergies, our bodies are just overreacting.
2: I guess they're just being too sensitive but I guess a better safe than sorry but maybe not in this case. So okay, I have to ask you. So I get, you know, runny noses and sneezes while my boyfriend sits at a desk across from me, breathing the same exact air. And honestly, he's just fine most of the time. So why do some people like me get allergies, but you know others are luckier and escape unscathed?
1: I know, it doesn't really feel, feel fair, does it? Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot of theories as to why some people have allergies and, and, and others don't. There seems to be a genetic component because people in the same family <laughs> tend to get allergies. It's caused by an error in a gene that helps regulate the immune system. But interestingly enough, the environment we grow up in also plays a large role. So for example, if babies are exposed to allergens early on, they're much less likely to develop not only seasonal allergies, but also environmental allergies, asthma, and even food allergies.
2: That's really interesting. I'm sure you know parents would wanna do whatever possible to help prevent their babies from developing allergies. So what can they do?
1: Well, exposure to dirt, actually, ironically, is very important because it allows kids to develop a healthy microbiome. It's called the farm effect. Kids who grow up on or near farms are less prone to all kinds of allergies than kids that grow up in the city. Also, if dogs have if if children have dogs starting when they're infants, they're much less likely to have allergies. If children have cats. They're less likely to be allergic to cats, but for some reason, early exposure to dogs creates like a little mini farm effect and helps reduce the risk of being allergic to a wide variety of things.
2: Like we need it, another excuse to have dogs. <laughs> They're already great for everything else. <laughs> it's a
1: very dog-friendly <laughs> company, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, but okay, the farm effect. I'll have to keep that in mind. That's a good excuse for me to not have a perfectly clean house in the future. I'll say if you know it's better for my kids to for my house to be a little bit
1: dirty. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely
2: okay so that's all really good and handy for you know babies and kids but i feel like i kind of missed the boat on that already so i already have seasonal allergies so what can adults like me do for that you know um i know that there are antihistamines and like over-the-counter medications but i try not to take those too often because if you take antihistamines regularly it gets less effective over time
1: yeah There are definitely some natural strategies that can help alleviate the symptoms of allergies. One common and very simple treatment that has been shown in scientific studies to be effective is the use of saline sinus sprays or saline-based nose rinses. You just have to make sure that you use distilled water because tap water and spring water contain low levels of organisms that you don't want to just be putting in your nose. But in general, saline sprays and rinses are very safe and very easy to use and can really help.
2: Okay, that's good to know. uh will definitely make sure to use distilled water only if I decide to try that. And, you know, I also like to use distilled water in my humidifier, which I think kind of helps with my allergies indoors. And also I have like a HEPA air filters in various rooms in my home. And that seems to help me with my allergies when I'm indoors.
1: A humidifier is a great idea. Um, Also wearing a mask outdoors actually helps quite a bit, especially an N95 mask which blocks out 95% of small particles. I know it's harder to get N95 masks during COVID, but any mask will help. Obviously you can't protect your eyes this way, but it helps to reduce the amount of irritants that enter your nose and your mouth.
2: Well it may be hard to get the mask, but at least no one's going to give you a weird look for wearing them around outside nowadays. (laughs) Um, You know, I've also noticed that my symptoms tend to be less severe when I drink more water. And then sometimes I even use like steam, just, you know, a bit of steam in a pot with like a towel over my head or even like a hot shower. And that seems to help clear my
1: sinuses. Yeah, drinking water is a good strategy because drinking more water thins out the mucus in your nasal passages. And I don't know if you've tried this or not, Christina, but you might want to consider adding essential oils to the steamy water because then that makes the treatment even more effective. I would include like essential oils like lavender or eucalyptus or rosemary or that kind of thing.
2: Okay, I haven't tried that, but I'll have to keep that in mind. And uh, I guess, you know, an added bonus is that you'll smell really good afterwards. Exactly,
1: yeah. Yeah, your bathroom will too, or wherever it is
2: that
0: you're doing the
1: the steam treatment,
0: yeah. I use it in my shower every morning. It makes your house smell amazing too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's probably really refreshing. (laughs) Okay, um, so what about our diets? Can the, that help? Um, are there any foods that might be
1: anti, natural antihistamines? Oh, that, that's a great question. Yes, there are foods that act as natural antihistamines. For example, the flavonoid quercetin <clears throat> helps reduce the histamine release in the body. So eating foods high in quercetin is very helpful, like apples or berries or red grapes or red onions, or even drinking black tea would help. Also eating foods high in carotenoids Any orange, red, and green fruits and vegetables will have have an antihistamine effect because they contain carotenoids like beta-carotene and lutein and lycopene. In fact, studies have shown that people who eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and nuts have fewer allergy symptoms.
2: Just another benefit to a healthy diet, as if we needed another reason to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Uh, But um, what about eating local honey? I've seen things here and there that says that can help, but is there any evidence behind that?
1: There's conflicting evidence as to whether or not eating local honey will do anything. Some studies say no, but others have found a positive effect, especially if you use larger amounts. Like one study in Malaysia found consuming two to three ounces of local honey a day helped improve allergy symptoms. So local honey often contains flavonoids and polyphenols like quercetin or camphorol. So it's not going to hurt to include local honey in your diet and give it a try. Um, But as you know, it's important not to give uh, honey to babies under a year old because their undeveloped digestive systems can't filter out the naturally occurring bacteria in honey. But the bottom line is that local honey is worth a try.
2: Okay. I like to sprinkle a little bit of honey on top of my yogurt sometimes, but uh, you know, I've never specifically looked for local honey, but I'll give anything a shot. I'll have to look for that at like a farmer's market next time.
1: Yeah. Either way, it's going to be better for you. It'll have more nutrients in it.
2: So I've read that exercise can also help with sinuses, but you know, it's really hard to exercise when you're all stuffed up. So it's hard to exercise outdoors with allergies. And you know, right now at the moment, I don't feel comfortable going back to gyms yet.
1: Yeah, I hear you. It's, it's definitely harder to exercise outdoors with seasonal allergies. And I'm not gonna go to the gym anytime soon either. Um, but any kind of exercise will reduce allergy symptoms because it helps reduce the body's reaction to allergens. So exercising indoors is an option, or being in water, like swimming, is good. But if people do exercise uh, exercise outdoors, like going for a walk or a run, then showering as soon as you get home to wash off the tiny allergenic particles helps a lot. But either way, exercise calms a hyperactive immune system. So no matter h- what type of exercise or where you do it, it's going to help.
2: It's good to know. And so, um, is there anything else that you've come across
1: that can help with allergies? Acupuncture. Um, And I'm not just saying that because I'm an acupuncturist. There's some good research that shows acupuncture helps alleviate seasonal allergy symptoms. Studies have shown that acupuncture treatments improve the quality of life for people who have allergies. And in fact, acupuncture showed people that allowed people to reduce their antihistamine use after just eight weeks of treatment. So it actually works fairly quickly.
2: Yeah, I've never tried acupuncture before, but you know, it's like the more I read about it, the more interesting it gets to me. (laughs) Okay, so we might not be able to completely avoid seasonal allergies, but I think we've gone over, you know, number of ways to try and reduce the symptoms like using saline sinus sprays, high carotenoid diet, acupuncture, and exercise. But now let's get to the question that, you know, distributors are always asking. What products does NeoLife help that can help me and others like me with their allergy symptoms?
1: Neolife has some great products that can help with seasonal allergies, and five of them in particular I really like. We have two herbal formulas, the RespX for upper respiratory tract health and herbal respiratory formula for lower respiratory tract health. Both of these formulas include herbs from around the world that contain important phytonutrients, which promote clear open airways and healthy lungs and sinuses and mucous membranes. Also, Pro Vitality is great to have in your arsenal because it contains carotenoids and essential fatty acids, both of which can help with a healthy inflammation response. Vegan D is also critical to add to your supplement routine because vitamin D deficiencies are linked to an increased likelihood of having seasonal allergies. Plus, there are studies that show that taking a vitamin D supplement helps with seasonal allergies by supporting a healthy immune response. So the bottom line, vitamin D is, really a, is a really good thing to add to your daily protocol. There's actually one study in particular that showed that vitamin D helped um, with quality of life in people with seasonal allergies in, in about a month. It took about 30 days. And then lastly, probiotics like lactobacillus have been found in several studies to help hmm. with seasonal allergies by creating a healthy microbiome. So taking our Acidophilus Plus along with eating foods with probiotics like kefir and yogurt and sauerkraut and kimchi and delicious stuff like that can be beneficial. I know seasonal allergies are challenging, but oftentimes combining different natural approaches will help significantly.
2: It's good to hear that there are options out there. I know you know a lot of us, our minds jump straight to Respex and herbal respiratory formula, but um, I wouldn't have thought of ProVitality, Vegan D, and Acidophilus Plus you know, as dealing with uh, allergies. So thanks for pointing that out, it's good to hear. So hopefully by combining the power of Neolife products, plus some of the techniques we talked about earlier, I can, you know, help manage my allergy symptoms better so that I can get out there and enjoy the beautiful day without bringing my tissues with me and worrying that people think, you know, I'm sick or something.
1: Yeah, but, you know, and hopefully policies will be well behind us pretty soon too.
2: Yes, yeah, spring does not last forever, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs>
1: exactly. But-
2: Thanks for sharing all that with us today, Susan. It's um, really good to know.
1: It's been really fun to be here.
0: I have a quick question. I don't know if you ladies can answer, or if people can put in the comments. Just because my allergies did get so kicked up this weekend, I feel like this whole part of my head has cement behind my eye and my sinuses. So I'm actually gonna go into the office. I meant to go yesterday and didn't have time, but I'm gonna go into the office to get the products that you mentioned. And I'm wondering, if you have to take them for a little while before they kick in, or if it's pretty immediate. So, um, cause I, I mean, I have an arsenal of Neolife products, obviously, that I take every day. Pro-Vitality is one of them, but um, with the other specific products, I'm just wondering if it kicks in right away or if you have to take them for a little while. So I don't know if anyone's taken them and maybe can put in the comments, that would be, that would be helpful. I think to a lot of people that are suffering from allergies right now.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously everybody has their own individual reaction, but I think, you know, that, that it's, it's really good to just start them as soon as possible. It's actually really good to start them even before um, allergy season hits. Um, but you know, the, so the herbs should work, you know, I think pretty quickly. Um, and then the sooner you sort of get your vitamin D levels up, that'll help too. Um, I mean, that study showed, um, a result in 30 days, which I know sounds like a long time to wait, but I think, but people actually started to feel the effects even sooner than that. Hmm. Um, because if you have healthy vitamin D levels, then it, it's going to help reduce the allergy symptoms. Vitamin D does everything. I'm learning. It does, it does right? You just <laughs> it's take like it a cure-all.
0: <laughs> Every <bed laughs> vitamin be taking D. vitamin D, no matter what. <laughs> so... Okay, ladies. Well, thank you so much. And um, like I said earlier in the intro, next month, we're going to have the inside the SAB call, and then we'll be back with you ladies in two months. So I really appreciate you coming on live with me and sharing all this information. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.
1: Yeah, everybody have a great day. And we'll look forward to seeing you in a couple months. Okay. All right. Bye.